A lot's been happening, you guys. I moved during season one. That's the crazy thing. I moved during season one, moved into a house. I was already in a house. I moved into another house, moved into a room that wasn't set up yet for season one, finished season one. And then I was like, hey, I got to, you know, step it up, put a couple, uh, put, I put NOS basically in season two. You think of like Fast and Furious where like, uh, what's his name? Vin Diesel. So he's in Fast and Furious and they go, hey, Mark, how can I get this car to go any faster? And he's like, have you heard it? They all sound like this in the movie. Have you, uh, Mark, this is Mark now. Have you heard of NOS? And then Vin Diesel's like, no, what's that? And then Mark goes, get ready. And so they put the NOS in his car and he's like, man, I've never, Vin Diesel's talking. He's like, I've never won a race before. I've never, I'm never going to win a race, Mark. And Mark, Mark's his friend. Mark goes, when you put the NOS in, it's like riding the fastest ride at Disney World. (laughs) And as soon as Mark says that, Vin Diesel just nods. He's like, I know exactly what you mean. He gets in his car. It's like a Camaro 1947 Camaro. And he puts, he grabs the steering wheel and, you know, he's putting his fingers on the steering wheel. And he's wonder he's he's looking around at the other racers. There's like a woman, uh, two women, like with shaved uh, side sided heads with mohawks, and then like one other guy that's like this Asian dude, and uh, he's got like long hair and, and his name's Rico, I think. And then the other two girls are like Maya and Train. I don't know. You have to watch the movie. Mark is on the side. He's watching the race, and he's like Vin Diesel. When I say hit it, press the NOS. He's like, what? And the lady's like, three, two. When I say hit it, doesn't hear it. So he's driving, and the guy, everybody's using their NOS. Way ahead of him, Vin Diesel's like, I'm never going to win this race. I don't know what Mark said. And he goes back to the time that Mark was yelling at him at the start, you know, has his memory. And he goes, oh, he said, I remember him saying that he put NOS in here. Presses the NOS, finishes the race, a hundred miles ahead of everybody else, and he ends up making out with Angelina Jolie at the end of the race. It's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Okay, uh, go watch it. Check it out. It's I think it's at Blockbuster. You can still get it, um, rent it, or get it. You know, VHS if you guys have that. But anyway, season two is going to be pretty cool too. It's it's season two, episode one. Eric wasn't here for my intro, so I recorded this long intro, by the way, so you missed it. It was really great. Probably one of the funniest intros of season two. I mean, there's only been one episode, but technically it's the funniest episode so far of season two. So, uh, Eric, uh, you know, w- welcome. Hey, uh, Kevin, it's great to be here. Uh, lots changed since we last spoke. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal now. I was going to say a lot of people, probably the viewers watching right now, they're probably, whoa, isn't this Banana Man? And I guess the answer to that question is yes. I thought we'd both say it at the same time. So let's try that again. So the answer to that question is yes. Okay. Well, that's why he's an actor. Yeah. That's why he's an actor. He direction. They're not very bright. 
Actors are not very bright. That's a real thing about actors. But Eric doesn't mind that I talk about him that way because um, this was kind of one of the biggest roles I could have I gave gave you at the time. I don't know. Because you were living I, in Sacramento. I want you to tell a story, though. But you were living in Sacramento. And then what happened after that? I think I took the role. I think the role called to me. Like, I, I, I really think it right. was the you wrote it for me. Um, or actually, I actually made it yeah. a lot better because your writing was, you know, not great. But I, I took what was given and, you know, improved it. I wouldn't say that I wrote it for you. I will agree yeah. that you took my script without me yep. ask, telling you to read it. You just literally came over to my house and took it and you brought it home with you. And yeah, during COVID, it's hard to find actors. And you called me up. You said, I love it. I'll take the job. And I immediately said, I said, take what what job you're like the script banana man i'll take it uh and at that point i was like well yeah you're the only person i know and we know each other so it makes sense during covid to make a work with someone that you know i i do this thing called the one page test so i i flip randomly through the script and if there is a story and i see characters being developed i'm immediately drawn to it well, I think that's the biggest thing. I took, I'd made this movie with uh, a man and a pizza. I actually starred in it, directed it, wrote it. Um, I mean, a lot of people would say that's uh, very selfish. Mm -hmm. That was a comedy. Yeah. It bombed at the box office. We made the film for six grand. We made $100 back. Okay, so it's that movie bombed. Then I go, someone came up to me and said, wow, I had never seen so much love between a man and a pizza hmm. and the sex scene blew their mind. That was, that was when they told me that I said, I, maybe I'm a drama director. And so I took this spin on, yeah, I like potassium. And so I wanted to see if I could love something as much as I did pizza and then turn it into a more serious take because last time it was more about, oh, look at me, I'm having sex with the pizza. This time it was, no, I'm taking down a banana man. Like this is like the big, this is the big times. Yeah, and, and can I ask, you know, to further your point, are you, like what societal commentary are you making on the social hierarchy that's being developed in your story, your universe, really? Well, let me ask you a question back to you. What does that mean? Yeah. Because I got to take it yeah. back for a moment. As much as I want to talk about, you know, where this Banana Man film is going to go, probably Sundance, uh, Cannes Film Festival in France. Um, we can talk, we can get there because it's going to be huge. I think the viewers want to know your journey from yeah. being a struggling, and I when I say struggling, no one would watch you. No one's well, listening to you. No, I would you send me the music, I'd go, yeah, it's pretty good. Being your best friend, I think I have the best judgment for you and your life. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what made you take the flip from I'm a terrible musician to becoming an actor? And, sorry, I meant struggling. Um, I wouldn't say I've, I've uh, stopped on that train. Um, I, think, I think the kind of fans I'm looking for are ones that mature you know, 30, 40 years down the line. Like I'm going to see the streams. Right. I'm investing now for a future gain, you know, 30 years from now. Um, 
So I'm looking at my, you know, so when you're fans. what 90, um, I'm, I'm realizing I'm missing this whole artistic piece of being the performer. You know, I'm trying to engage yeah. that side to be something besides myself, to enter something else, right? Enter someone else or enter something else? I think both. I, th I think oh. you have to come at it from both angles. I think multiple angles, multiple points. I think you had, you had one angle coming in from the right side and you have another angle, like you have your musician side and you have your actor side and you wanted both of those coming at you, basically. You wanted... Yeah. You're acting, sorry, acting and musician, but they weren't cohesive. You want them to be coming at you at the same time. I want them to be coming at me at the same time. And like <clears throat> on both sides, it needs to be just like both, both creatively. I'm just overflowing with juices, you know? And you want those to just come all over you, basically. Those juices. Yeah. I, I looked, you know, long and... I saw this character that really spoke to me. I, I don't know if you know this. Um, well, is this a "Here's the Deal" exclusive? Yeah. So wow, I don't like a lot of people don't know this about Eric. Whatever he's about to say, a lot of people don't. I don't like to talk about my private life uh, to my fans. Um, well, who would want? Who cares? Basically, yeah. Jane, right. Um, so I had a great aunt, sister's niece, um, daughter's cousin. Uh, sister's second roommate was uh, a banana, you know? And so I took that experience on. I channeled right. that that from my youth. Um, it's crazy. You know, when I go to a grocery store now, you know, I'm, I'm in the banana section and, you know, people come up to me and they're like... Wait, people are coming up to you. You go to the store, they already rec recognize you from the film. That's great. Uh, that's really good that we're getting all this and coverage. And they're like, do you need to touch all the bananas? And I go... They know, you know, they, they already, know. they know. And I, I want to expand, I want to expand on this because I'm glad you brought this up because when I go to the yeah. store and I go to the banana section, some people, some stores have them in the boxes and you just pick the bananas out of the boxes and some have them on display in multiple areas. Yeah. But you go to the biggest area where they have, they sell the most bananas and there's this energy around the banana section that a lot of people don't understand. And because there's a lot of people that don't like bananas. They're mushy. The texture is not great, right? They're yellow. A lot of people just don't hate the color yellow. Yeah. But you go into the banana okay. section. And I here's a challenge. Here's a good, um, like a New Year's resolution for people out there. If you don't like bananas, just go to the banana section at your local store. Feel the energy. Go around. Talk to somebody that's there. Because I guarantee they have a story that is worth telling. Yeah. Real quick, um, this podcast is blowing up, Eric. Mm -hmm. Huge. We're huge on the internet. Uh, thank me later. Yeah, we'll or thank me now. Well, we'll thank you eventually. But yeah. after this episode, I think it's it's just gonna we're gonna hit a milestone that um, I might become partner with YouTube. Don't worry about it. You guys don't need to know about it. Um, but I picked up a pretty big sponsor. Pretty big. Oh. Um, so I kind of, I have to read these things. It's part of the contract. Um, I'm sorry, you know, it's part of podcast. You usually have to take a break from it all. And, um, is it, I mean, you're doing great though, Eric. Hold on. So they make me read this all the time. Um, so this is part of the new season. We're going to have all these ads because I'm making buku money and Eric, um, you will also, see some of this money eventually. 
Uh, but thank you for doing the film for free. I appreciate that. Uh, don't worry about it. So anyway, the advertising, so this is from lollipop. I actually have the can right here. So lollipop. Uh, so I have to read this. Sorry guys. Um, I like to create my own, but they made me read this. So lollipop sparkling goodness. Uh, we spent, uh, we spent over one half year creating or crafting something that could or could not give you diabetes. Uh, we set out to make something not only good for your gut, but we'll also give you the runs for a week. Um, and that's something I can stand by. Uh, I I've been shitting my pants ever since. Uh, Lollipop combines the benefits of a pound of sugar and plant fiber recycled from old asbestos wood and a sparkling tonic that will just about shut your liver down. I always thought that part was a little odd, um, but they, it still tastes really good. Let's see, did I skip a part? Sounds oh. great. You're, I'm going to have to send this to you, Eric, by the way. This is... Man, I feel great. You don't oh, have to, so you don't have to worry about getting cancer because our taste will linger on your taste buds for weeks. So mm. your worries will just wash away. Mm. Um, I don't know how that helps against cancer, but that's what they had felt they need the need to say that. So help soothe your loneliness and depression as you're as you spiral out of control with every sip. And I will say, I have been a little loopy lately, Eric, but. Uh, I feel great at the same time. So, and last year, Lollipop, available in kids, 64-ounce size, not responsible responsible for delusional episodes. Uh, so that's Lollipop, guys. Um, get it at any local store. I think they have it by the banana section, too, so might as well you know hang out there while you're doing that thing. So I'll have to send you a couple of those, Eric. Those well, are pretty I mean, good. We had, we had so many on the set, and it's cool to know it's your work's paying off. Kevin, here's the deal. Thank you. When I'm going to put myself on a set away from my friends, my loved ones, my family, I need to make sure we're all on the same fucking page, you know? And yeah, I, I don't want crew that they're not there. They got to be there for the right reasons. Like we, we all, well, we all have to be going bananas. They but were we definitely to- there for the right reasons. And then you gave them a reason not to be there. Maybe, but but Kevin, yes. we're trying to create an atmosphere. We're trying to create crew members that believe in Banana Man. And I know you believe in it. I believe in it. I believe in myself. I know you believe in me. Sure. I know, you well. know, I, I think most people on this earth believe in me and they want me to do this. I was called to do this. Literally and, called. Well, yeah, I called you on the phone and I asked you, I guess, can you do this, please? And it was one of the greatest calls of my life because I knew I knew this role was for me. I mean, I don't like to call this a podcast because it's not a podcast. We're really no. delving into things that are, I guess, unheard of. Things are, um, I'm, I'm literally picking your brain. Like, it's like watching a live surgery. You know, like if I would, like, I'd like to pretend like I'm a surgeon and I'm picking your brain and you're picking mine and we're creating totally a monster, you know? Yeah. Like Frank. Well, it's even better because I'm sitting on the table, you're picking my brain and then I'm telling you how to pick my brain. Like I'm doing both yeah. of the jobs. Like we're, and we didn't use anesthesia. Nope. Kept you awake. Yep. I think, and I, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I'm pretty sure they do that. Or, I mean, maybe not licensed doctors, but they still do it. 
Yeah. You know, you're moved to LA. This yep. role launched your career. You're moving forward. You're Absolutely. you're blossoming out of your peel. Blossom. Um, what's next for you? Like, are you are you moving away from fruit or are you staying in that realm? Yeah, no, that is a that's a great question. Kevin. I know. I, I think whenever I'm I move away from something, I move towards something. You know, it's it's um like a magnet. Yeah. Opposite. Well, uh, when you turn it around, they move away, but you put it the other way, they attract. I've been studying uh, shiitake. Uh, I've been studying a lot of different religions and sense of self in order for me to better inhibit my character. There's a religion named shiitake. Yeah. I mean, we're always yeah. shifting. We're always shifting. But, but as I transformed, I mean, it was crazy, right? Because I was playing a character who then became, was always the banana man, but yeah. became the banana man. I think it's crazy that, that you were just playing it. Like, I was watching it. I, as I was editing it, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was edit, editing a film. I thought I was editing no. a, my life. Yeah. I thought I was editing yeah. your life. That's the craziest thing. Totally. And it was no, almost and, like too personal. I was like, when is he going to take his shirt off and take a shower? Because yeah. you probably have to go to work to the next day. Yeah. And I thought I had hidden cameras in your house and I was watching you day by day. I mean, I still do that, but this is separate from that yeah. is what I'm saying. This is what I want to dive into. I want, I want to explain to my fans something I can't do through the tabloids, something I can't do through, uh, you know, fake media. You guys probably heard of fake media pot. Yeah. This you're learning the things you learn on this podcast, man, the most realistic no. content you're going to get. I mean, I, I'm curious, how did you write Banana Man's intentions? I mean, he, you know, I sat a long time. I sat a long time on a bench, Eric. There was this bench in the park, and this lady came up to me. You know, I was, I literally was about to eat my lunch, right? Yeah. Okay. She's, she's pretty good looking. She's in her 70s. Um, Are you, I mean, your type. She came up to me and she said, what is the meaning of your existence? And she, she literally came up to me like that. I've never met someone. Usually it's like, how's the weather today? She said, what is the meaning of existence? Yeah. And right there, like lightning bolt from God. Lightning came around. No, literally lightning in the sky was coming down. Yeah. And beautiful. it struck a tree. The tree cracked, fell over. And what did I see? This crescent moon. Oh. Well, she went, oh, a crescent. Do you see that crescent design in the moon? I said, that's not a crescent moon. Hmm. That's a banana. Yeah. Yep. And basically, we had sex for two hours right then and there on that bench. Wow. Can I, uh, can I blow your mind? I mean, if you can try at least, yeah. I'd like to blow your mind. Who am I? Oh my God. I'm, I'm the lady. It's always been me. You're the, you're the lady from the bench. Well, now I'm just upset that you gave me gonorrhea. Kevin, I want you to reframe your mind, your world. Okay. Okay. Yes. Do I have gonorrhea? Yes. Do yes. you have gonorrhea now? Yes. Yes. Do we both have gonorrhea? Did that enable the connection for the film? Was gonorrhea the central connection of the banana man? I don't know. Yes. Oh, yes. 
Yes. And that, our shared experience <clears throat> is what enable us. Wow. Here's the deal, guys. You're only going to see this on this show. We're transcending time and space. Uh, and also... Some call me a molasses, David Blaine. Eric, I want to thank you for coming on today. You truly... Well, you changed my life. Well, you, One, you changed my life for yeah. mostly negative I reasons. Know. The gonorrhea, uh, you know, taking the script. That was mine and calling it your own. But what's a negative... Times a negative, Kevin. Positive. I don't know. I didn't go to college, so. Positive. It's positive. Eric, thank you, man. No, dude. Hey, thank me. You know? No, I did. Thank me for having me on. And I'm I'm, I, I'm excited yeah. to be on every episode this season, too, on Here's the Deal with Kevin Kelly We're starring gonna, Eric Maroney. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Thank you, guys. I think it's, See you on the next episode.